Yo, what's happening, everybody? My name is Anthony Carrenti, and thank you, as always, for checking out another episode of the Dynasty Drive. I appreciate the support, as always. The week of the 2023 NFL Draft is here. It is upon us. We'll have podcasts rolling out until the draft kicks off on Thursday and then reactions to day one and day two of the draft uh, at minimum. So I appreciate you hanging here with us. If you're new to the podcast or if you're just kind of checking this podcast feed out for the first time, uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Dynasty Drive where you know I kick around some tweets here and there. Maybe not quite as active as it was at one point, but you can still find me on Twitter there at Dynasty Drive and the DMs are always open. And if you're not already you can head on over to patreon.com slash rookie big board where for as cheap as $3 a month, uh, you can gain a ton of valuable access to rookie rankings, dynasty rankings, Devi rankings, uh, an incredibly active discord server, tons of good stuff over there. So patreon.com slash rookie big board, tons of good insight to help you win your leagues now and in the future. Uh, so on today's show, We've gotten into my top rankings for quarterbacks and wide receivers, respectively, ahead of the 2023 NFL Draft. Time to talk running backs on today's episode of the pod. So I have my top 20 running backs from the 2023 NFL Draft class broken down into tiers. So let's get right into it. Tier 1, it's two backs. It's not a surprise. You could, I guess, put one of them in a class by himself, but they're still both really good players. RB1 is obviously Bijan Robinson. RB2 is Jameer Gibbs for me. So there's not a lot left to say about these two backs. But if you're uh, maybe later to draft news or later to kind of scouting some of these rookies and you know, you're know you still catching up on who's who, Bijan is a true rare talent at the position. He's got it all. He's got size. He's got power. He's got speed. He's got legitimate receiving chops. Uh, he's an all-around weapon tailor-made for what a team should be looking for out of the running back position uh, in 2023 and beyond. There is just simply not a lot of holes to poke in his game. I mean, he's the type of spot where you don't want to say landing spot doesn't matter, um, but really could enter almost anywhere and you know push somebody else aside and take over that job there. So a special talent uh, and can't be understated how good of a receiver he really is and what he can offer you there. He's a legitimate route runner, not somebody uh, that you would just be used in swing passes and stuff close to the line of scrimmage. You can really move him around and use him in a variety of ways, similar to how you can with my second-ranked running back in this class, Jameer Gibbs. And Gibbs, a smaller player than Bijan, maybe won't ever profile to the same huge potential workload that Bijan can. But I also don't think Gibbs is a player that needs that or uh, is that some sort of prerequisite to him having really, really high fantasy football value. Gibbs is a special pass catcher, kind of like Bijan in that mold, and is still a good runner. It's it's tough to kind of disavow or throw away the Alvin Kamara comps when they get thrown around. It feels easy at this point, but I really think he's a player that can, with that similar type of workload, even if he's getting, you know, just under 200 carries or, you know, 180 carries plus some really substantial work in the in the passing game is somebody that should return uh, if he hits, you know, RB1 type value in fantasy football leagues. He'll certainly be a hot commodity in dynasty leagues. And uh, you could really do a lot worse than Jameer Gibbs. It feels like it's getting kind of buried this year because Bijan is special. And we've been we've been talking about Bijan for so long, but 
Jameer Gibbs is no slouch as a, you know, college player either. You know, we've been talking about him for a while. And in any class where B. John Robinson doesn't exist, Jameer Gibbs is probably pretty easily RB1. So Jameer Gibbs, my running back two, tier one, those two players, RB1 Robinson, RB2 Jameer Gibbs. Running back three is in a tier all his own for me. Uh, and that's UCLA Zach Charbonnet. I feel like Charbonnet really established himself as running back three in this class based on some uh, some other players sliding down that were probably ranked higher or closer to him early on in the uh, pre, pre-draft process, early on in the offseason, and especially back into the college football season. But Charbonnet is somebody that I really think the NFL will covet. Uh, he's got good size. He's strong. He's an absolute touchdown machine. Uh, is a better pass catcher than he gets credit for, I think, because he's a you know bigger kind of power guy, and maybe pass catching isn't initially what you uh, label him as, or you know initially get drawn to. But he can do enough there that he's a player that in the right spot could be kind of a three down back. Uh, and we know how valuable that is. We know what sort of commodity those players are. I think he's going to go probably in the second round, uh, the NFL draft, and he's locked into being a first round rookie selection. And after him is where things really start to get a little more questionable. Or I think you'll see these three players, Bijan, Jameer Gibbs, and then Zach Charbonnet ranked one, two, three in that order pretty often or in some order almost always. Tier three from running back four on all the way down to 20 really is where these lists start to wildly kind of vary. Uh, and everybody's going to have their guys, and draft capital and landing spot will help separate some of this. But the way I have it as of today, Tuesday, April 25th, Tier 3, my running back four is Roshan Johnson. I think Roshan is going to be a player that the NFL likes and thinks his best football is still ahead of him. Uh, another player with good size. He's over six foot, 215 pounds, I th- think, 215, 216, if I remember right. And a player that probably has a lot more buzz if he's not playing behind B. John Robinson at college. Roshan's a good player who can, can contribute on three downs. Uh, he's a good pass protector. He's a tough player. Stuff like that matters to NFL teams. And I think he's going on day two as a result of it. And I think we'll see him hopefully get his biggest workload that he has across his college seasons uh, heading into the pros. I think his his best football is still ahead of him. RB5 is Tank Bigsby, a player that I really think could be the steal of this running back class. Uh, you know, didn't really get any favors done for him by Auburn when he was in college. Um, not really good utilization, not good O-line play, not good quarterback play. But Tank was still a pretty productive player at college and is still a really interesting prospect at the next level. Um, I think sometimes that, you know, you hear the name Tank Bigsby and you think one player, but he, I feel like he's not the player that his name suggests like Tank Bigsby sounds like this guy who's just going to uh, be a powerful runner. And it's, he's really an agile, uh, really high-end kind of home run player. Um, not to say that he's not physical in any regard, but quickness is what really is the tail of the tape with Tank Bigsby and is somebody that I hope uh, we get some of that more promising utilization than what we got at Auburn. Uh, but Tank is a player I think could be a steal if you did early rookie drafts that are already in the books, because I do think he's another player that could sneak into day two, uh, whether that's late day two, early day three, I think that's kind of the sweet spot for tank Bigsby. And then running back six to close out uh, tier number three is Tajay Spears. Uh, 
Uh, the running back from Tulane has had maybe the best offseason of any of these running back prospects. The buzz has been hot for Tajay Spears. An athletic player. He's got some juice. There'll be size questions. Uh, a player that earlier on I thought maybe was a day three runner. I think he's going to go on day two. And if he does, it's going to be hard to move him down further than this. Uh, he is an exciting player. It's a bit more of an upside swing, I think. Although some people will have Tajay Spears ranked higher than this. Uh, and I don't fault them for it. It's just not the way I have it stacked right now. So that's the end of Tier 3. RB4 was Roshan Johnson. RB5, Tank Bigsby. RB6, Tajay Spears. Tier 4. I think those six names, and again, there might be some that are mixed up. Roshan's probably not quite so high for some people. Uh, maybe Tajay Spears is higher, and Roshan's either bumped down out of the top six altogether or further down. But from like running back six, running back seven on, the list gets really, really wide open. Uh, tier four for me right now are running back seven, Izzy Abanacanda. Running back eight, Zach Evans. Running back nine, Chase Brown. Running back 10, Devon A-Chain. And running back 11, Sean Tucker. So let's start at running back seven. Izzy Abanacanda is a player that I really moved up uh, over these past couple of weeks. I went back, watched him another time, and Izzy is really, really a fun player. Uh, I had him, I don't know where it was from the last time I adjusted. I want to say he was down closer to like running back 13, running back 14. But he is an absolute kind of shot out of a cannon kind of player. Um, I think he really gets going north-south and gets moving good when he does. He's just kind of a put your foot in the ground, go, go get it. And I think that's admirable. Uh, and with day two draft capital, keeps him pretty interesting. Zach Evans didn't have the greatest pre-draft process. I, I'm really hoping he still gets day two draft capital, but as a player, I could see falling into day three. If he does, you know, it might be tough to put him ahead of some of these other guys. But Zach Evans is still a player that I think could be uh, a valuable part of a committee at the next level. I think the dream of workhorse role is kind of dead right now. Uh, but he's still a good player that if he does manage to go on day two, you know, he's got a shot to move back up the rankings a little bit. It just feels like this has gone pretty negatively. And I do wonder if he's a player that, not saying this is some, anything I know, just kind of thinking out loud. The weird recruiting story, and if you're not caught up on it, you know, you can always go back and Google it. He's just had a kind of weird path, you know, ever since being a really high, high level recruit. Uh, and then going to TCU before eventually moving to Ole Miss. I don't know. It just makes you wonder sometimes, like, with the process leading up to the draft thus far not being, like, overwhelmingly positive or, you know, the measurements not coming in, how people maybe hoped at one point. Just have to wonder if he's a player that slips into day three. Chase Brown. I pray we get Chase Brown in a system and on a roster where there's not uh, a huge claim staken to touches ahead of him and it's a zone running scheme because I think Chase Brown could be an absolute workhorse back if he lands in the right spot um, someplace that runs that outside zone wants to get him to the edge and then get upfield I think he could really really thrive and then running back 10 and 11 these guys could be two of the biggest fluctuators over the next you know week when we know all the landing spots and where everybody uh, ends up Devin A. Chain game breaking speed we know that um, and I know he'll be higher for a lot of people and he'll almost 
certainly not get drafted as running back 10. Um, I just probably am not going to ever be somebody that ends up with a ton of shares because they're well, more likely than not typically be somebody in my league that values this type of player more than I do. I think he's going to be a, a good NFL player. I think that he will have a role for an NFL team. I think that role might be better for the NFL than it ever is for fantasy football, just trying to project consistent volume and consistent kind of reliability. Um, I think that could be tough, but he's going to get drafted on day two. The NFL covet speed. They tell us every single year they're going to continue to do so. And Sean Tucker is a player that I've had a lot higher on this list, but in good conscience, I can't really move him either up or down right now. I think he's still a player that does a lot of really nice things, and I like the talent. Um, but there's been some rumblings after the, the combine that you know he might have some medical issues that keep him off teams' boards. It feels likely right now that he falls into day three. Uh, hopefully he gets drafted. You know, I think he's a really fun player that can absolutely be an NFL player. Uh, but with the uncertainty right now, it's tough to put him a lot higher than running back 11. I hope he's healthy. I hope it all works out. I hope he gets drafted. Uh, and I hope it's early on day three or late on day two that a team still loves him. But feels more likely right now that he's a he's a day three player. So tier four again, that was running back seven, Izzy Abanacanda. Running back eight, Zach Evans. Running back nine, Chase Brown. Running back 10, Devon Chain, And running back 11, Sean Tucker. And then tier five, running backs 12 through 20. So running back 12 is Eric Gray. Running back 13 is Dwayne McBride. Running back 14 is Kenny McIntosh. Running back 15 is Kendry Miller. Running back 16 is Deuce Vaughn. Running back 17 is Keaton Mitchell. Running back 18 is Evan Hull. Running back 19 is Mo Ibrahim. And running back 20 is Chris Rodriguez. This is honestly like a kind of fun, interesting group of players to me. And I'll be throwing darts, you know, later in rookie drafts at running back specifically. Eric Gray um, just kind of feels like he flies too far under the radar. And that's probably even the case for me. He's got, he could do a little bit of everything. He's a solid runner. He can give you some work as a pass catcher. He can, should be able to contribute in all of those ways. But he feels like he just doesn't get the same kind of buzz or hype that some of these other guys do. Uh, I think he's going to get drafted. I would be shocked if he didn't get drafted. It's probably day three, but is one of the few players this late or that should go fairly late, kind of often right now anyway, that can give you a good shot at solid value. Running back 13, Dwayne McBride is another player that I think projects similarly, but in the fact that he's a tough physical runner and uh, should be afforded an opportunity by an NFL team, you'd have to think at this point. Running back 14, Kenny McIntosh. Another guy with a fairly quiet process at points, um, but is one of my favorite pass-catching backs in this class. Can really do some damage there. I think that will keep him around on an NFL roster, his ability to catch passes and contribute at worst in that way. Um, he's got some work to do with the rest of his game, but his pass-catching ability keeps him kind of locked in my top 15. Running back 15 is Kendra Miller. Um, another player that... I think I came away a little more disappointed than I expected. Uh, I know some people really like him. He's a big back or a bigger back, you know, 5'11", 215. Um, but he doesn't necessarily always play like that big back or that bigger back. 
I don't think he's bad. He just isn't super, super exciting in my opinion. Doesn't stand out a ton. I think he's a, a fine player, um, but there's players with more upside that I'd rather target ahead of him in my opinion. Running back 16 is Deuce Vaughn. Deuce is a fun player. I know he's tiny, um, but man, he's a fun player. He's a small guy, but he's just hard to write off and that you feel like an NFL team uh, will get him some creative touches, give him some you know PPR value. Uh, Deuce Vaughn's still on my radar. I think he'll get drafted. If not, I think he'll be a priority UDFA that I'm really interested to see where he lands. 17, Keaton Mitchell is like, uh, no disrespect, but it feels like price-wise, ADP-wise, dollar store uh, Devon A-Chain, right? Like another fast back I think you can get later. I would rather throw the dart later on Keaton Mitchell. And then 18, 19, 20 are guys that in my heart I really like better than this. I just have a hard time moving them up further. 18 is Evan Hall. 19 is Mo Ibrahim. 20 is Chris Rodriguez. I think just solid running backs. And those guys maybe that can't differentiate themselves in a real substantial way in any other one particular area where they're really elite at this one trait and that's their calling card. These are guys that are just solid runners, can do maybe a little bit of everything, can give you good effort, and I think could kick around on NFL rosters, uh, but might take some stuff to, to break their way in terms of who's ahead of them and how much playing time they can regularly carve out. So again, five tiers, one through 20, one more time, if you missed it from the top, starting at the top, running back one, Bijan Robinson, running back two, Jameer Gibbs, RB3 is Zach Charbonnet, RB4 is Roshan Johnson, RB5, Tank Bigsby, RB6, Tajay Spears, RB7, Izzy Abanacanda, running back eight, Zach Evans, running back nine, Chase Brown, running back 10, Devon A-Chain, running back 11, Sean Tucker, and then running back 12, Eric Gray, Running back 13, Dwayne McBride. 14, Kenny McIntosh. Uh, running back 15, Kendra Miller. Running back 16, Deuce Vaughn. 17, Keaton Mitchell. 18, Evan Hall. 19, Mo Ibrahim. And 20, Chris Rodriguez. It really is a fun running back class. The depth of it is really fun to me. And uh, when we see who goes on day two, who lands on day three, uh, what sort of capital landing spot and all that stuff gets factored into the equation in the running back class, I think we're going to, have a much more clear picture of this. One thing I feel confident about, the top three won't change. Uh, after that, it gets a little more wide open, but I really feel good about Roshan Johnson right now. That one's going to be interesting to me. I hope the NFL kind of reflects that with a, a, de- a good day two draft capital selection. I really think he will. It'll be tough to move him out of RB4 for me if he gets that day two capital. So I appreciate everybody listening as always. I've still got my top 10 tight ends coming. Keep it here tomorrow to check those out. And we'll talk to you guys then.